Hello, you fabulous human beings. Sometimes I have ideas for content and I will write notes down for the idea or for the podcast that I'm about to do. And I'll just let that note sit there for a long time. And sometimes I feel like I just can't quite figure out the angle that I'm going to take when I record the podcast. You know, like, what is the takeaway message going to be? How do I want to maybe structure that podcast or that episode? Like, what do I want to talk about? Why does the podcast exist? With every different episode that I do and the same over on my YouTube channel and my articles and stuff, I often ask myself, like, why does this exist? Like, how will this help someone? How will this fit in with my content? Like, what is the purpose of this podcast? I try my best to not just sit there and ramble into this microphone. I ramble sometimes, but I try and always have a point or I try and always have some sort of takeaway message that I think might benefit some of your lives. I'm not just sitting here rambling. I'm trying to actually do something with these episodes. And this episode today was one that I've just let sit here for a long time because I haven't been able to figure out like, how do I want to actually attack this? Like, what would be the point of this podcast? And I thought I'd give myself a fun little challenge today and just sit down and kind of see where things go. So this could be a bit of a journey. This could be a bit of a ramble, but take my hand. I will take your hand and let's see where this adventure goes today. So we're going to talk about the three, I guess you could say the three stages of success or the three stages of like evolution in terms of like your self-improvement, like how you will evolve as a person or with each individual goal. And this is something that I've seen in myself, in my girlfriend Imogen, in all of my friends who've become successful, in every entrepreneur that I've researched and listened to, they talk about what I'm about to talk about here today. Spiritual people absolutely talk about these concepts and I've seen a lot of my coaching clients go through some of these three different stages as they level themselves up and start to achieve more and more. And so the three stages are, number one is having, number two is doing, and number three is being. And at the very start of any goal, I guess just in life as well, like if you're, you know, a kid or a teenager or you're in your early 20s, most of us really care more than anything about having things. You know, we want to have the latest iPhone. We want to have that other kid's toy because he has it and we want it. You know, we want to have things and we define ourselves by what we have. Like that's how we put value on ourselves. You know, if someone else has more than us, we think that they're better than us. If we have more than someone else, we think we're better than them. And so you'll often see people who get stuck in this stage of having You'll see them like debate in YouTube comments or send, you know, write negative YouTube comments. You'll see them bitch and moan about rich people and they'll go, that's not fair. That guy has more than me. They tend to be very wealth focused or status focused. You'll see them take like a billion selfies on Instagram begging for likes. And there's nothing necessarily wrong, obviously, with wealth or fame or any of these things or validation. They're not inherently bad. You know, I'm not here to say don't do those things, but this is the first stage of sort of, I don't know, evolution or the first stage along the self-improvement 
process. You're obsessed with what you have and your position in the world. And you see things as very much like a hierarchy. You go, this person has had more sex than me, so he's better. It's why I talk about all the time, you know, I've done content like, don't compare your lay count to me, for instance. Don't say, wow, Andy's had sex with this many hundreds of women. You know, he must be better than me. No, it's not about that. That's just some stuff that I have or some stuff that I've done. Like it's, it's got nothing to do with like my status or my humanity, like who I am as a person. But if you're stuck in this level of like caring about what other people have or what you have or what you don't have, if you're very status and wealth focused, again, it's not that it's bad, but it's a very like low level, you know, it's not your full evolution I'm struggling to phrase this in a way that might make sense if you are stuck at this level, if you are in this level. Again, this level can be a beautiful starting point, you know, because it at least gives you the desire to go out into the world and do and and get things and have things. And that's another way that people will phrase it. They'll phrase it as getting, you know, I want to get laid. And I used to talk like that. A lot of my old content, like the Tinder guide, talks about like how to, it's called how to get laid, like how to have lays how to have sex it's a very like beginner stage and again there's nothing wrong with that but it's usually the starting point for most people's like evolution or their consciousness or their self-improvement journey and as you start leveling up as you start to become a little bit more happy with what you have or as you start to think of some maybe higher level concepts like are other people around me happy Are my friends and family happy? And am I enabling that? Like, am I giving back? As you start to put on your own oxygen mask and be happy with what you have in your life, you start thinking about what other people have or what they might not have. And you start thinking, can I help facilitate that for them? Can I give back? Can I share a little bit of what I've learned? Can I mentor others? Can I be of service to others? Can I be generous to others? Can I be there for my friends and my family and even other people? In other words, can I share a little bit of love? Then you start to just automatically orient yourself towards doing. So rather than having, you start focusing on what you're doing. Okay, I am spending my days doing X, Y, Z. You know, I am going to the gym and doing the workouts and I am the person who wakes up in the morning and gives to other people. You start to do, you start to give, and you start to focus a little bit more on the actions that you're taking rather than just the possessions that you have. And so you'll hear people who are a little bit further along with their self-improvement journey who'll start saying, like, go to the gym and just focus on going to the gym and enjoy that process and don't focus on whether or not you have the muscles. The muscles will come. Focus on the doing focus on the action. So it's focusing on the steps or the action or what you're actually doing as a human being and sort of defining yourself by that or finding, I guess you could say, joy and love and excitement in the doing rather than just the having. Because again, if you focus on the having, it tends to lead to a lot of unhappiness, especially with goals. Like some of your goals, hang on, I just... (laughs) I just got a little 
sorry, I got a little distracted there. I can see as I record, I can see straight out my bedroom window and I can see like, there's like a four lane intersection that I can see. It's big sort of like, not a highway, but a, a busy, decently busy road. Two cars almost just smashed into each other. That kind of like distracted me. One guy ran a red light and the other guy just had to break at the last minute. Anyway, all right, back on truck. If you focus solely on what you have, you know, like status and wealth, if you're obsessed with what you have, you often, especially in self-improvement, might have to wait a little while before you start to have those things. Like if you're a guy who's a virgin and you're obsessed with having sex, like I want to have sex, I want to have a lot of lays, you know, I want to have women in my life. Beautiful, great. That's a a brilliant point to start with your self-improvement. But it might take you a few months before you have sex for the first time. And so if you just say, I'm only worthy or I'm only going to be happy, I'm only going to be a worthwhile human being once I've had sex, which is how a lot of virgin guys and, yeah, girls don't really think like that. It's more like guys. A lot of virgin guys do think like that. They're like, I'm not worthwhile until I have had sex and I'm a piece of shit. I'm disgusting and unlovable until I have had sex. That might mean that you spend a fair amount of time not being okay because you haven't got the result yet. And people do this a lot with their self-improvement. They're obsessed with having. It's almost like they're trying to do the goals. I won't say for the wrong reasons because it's not up to me to judge anyone's reason for self-improvement. I think all self-improvement is beautiful. But it's almost like a surface level reason for self-improvement. It's like the beginner stages of self-improvement. I want to have the thing. It's like a child, a child saying, I want to have that. Why? Because I want it. And again, it's a beautiful point to start with, with your self-improvement, but it means that you are unhappy until you have the thing. And like a child, you will throw a tantrum, you will cry, you'll feel unhappy, you'll be miserable until you have the thing. And if that thing is something that might take a few months to achieve, like having sex, or if you want to build a business, God, that might take you five years to get to a point where you're making a ton of money. And if you define yourself by that and say, I'll only be happy when I have a really successful business that's earning me $50,000 a month, that might take you five years. And so that means for five years, you're unhappy because you don't have the thing. And that's where I say, focus on enjoying the actual process. The result will come, like you will get the goal, success and the achievement will come as a result of what you're doing. So focus a little bit more on the actions and the doing and the result will kind of come. And this is where people say, enjoy the gym. Focus on just going to the gym, doing the workouts and enjoying it. And over time, if you're consistent, the results will come. Or we say, go outside and talk to at least one woman a day, like hit on, like ask for a phone number from at least one woman a day. Even more would be even better, but one is a great starting point. And if you can't do that, that's fine. Go outside and just try your best. You know, I have an approach anxiety program on my website. I will leave a link in the description below it, but it's a program to get you to start hitting on women, you know, properly, but go outside and actually enjoy the process, focus on the steps and fall in love with the process, find ways to make it fun, you know, especially with something like a business, which does take for most people, a long time or building a YouTube channel or building a podcast. I've been at this shit for like three or four years at this point, you know, it's, we're now about to, by the time you listen to this, we've hit 10,000 subscribers on YouTube 
And that's taken like the better part of three or four years. You know, it's been a fairly like long journey. And I've done on my YouTube channel, there's like 600 videos that I've done. So I had to do 600, 600 times I had to sit down and pour my heart. I didn't have to, I chose to. 600 times I chose to sit down and pour my heart and soul into my content before we hit 10,000 subscribers. That takes a while. And if I only defined myself by, do I have 10,000 subscribers or not? Or this other channel has more subscribers than me, then I feel miserable. And I've gone through periods like that, you know, where I do compare myself to other people. I do look at the raw number and say, well, I don't have the raw number, therefore I'm unhappy. And it just leads to misery. But if I instead say, let me fall in love with the process of sitting in front of a camera and a microphone and genuinely connecting to all of you guys and girls, then this is something that I can sustain. This is something that I can love and be grateful for. This is fun, but only when I focus on the doing and then... There is one step above that where you don't focus on the having, you know, the status or the worth or the validation, and you don't just focus on the doing, you know, taking the actions, but you instead start focusing on the being. Like, I am the man who goes to the gym. That is me. Like just being there in the gym, being the person who goes to the gym or me, Andy, I am the person who's kind and generous and loving to other human beings. That's just who I am now. You know, at the start, I wanted to have a podcast and a YouTube channel. Then I focused, I moved up and focused on doing the podcast and the YouTube channel. And eventually I became the man who has a podcast and a YouTube channel. I became the man who is of service to other people. I became the man who's loving. You know, at the start, I wanted to have love in my life. So this applies to relationships too. Most people in relationships, like me, like everybody else, you want to have love. You see love as a concept that you get. I want to get love from other people. It's a very childlike view of love. And the vast majority of human beings you know, and I say this with love, they haven't evolved past the childlike view of relationships and love and all of that. They're like, I want to get love. I want to find a woman or a man that loves me. You're trying to get love as if it's something that you can get. A lot of people or some people move up from that into the doing and they go, oh, love is an action. I can do loving deeds I can be there, I can be generous, I can be kind, I can be affectionate to my partner or to anyone really, to anyone in the world, to my friends, to my family. And then that comes back to me. I actually feel more love when I'm of service to others or when I give love to other people, including when I give love to myself. And so they move up to the doing stage of love and they go, oh fuck, love is something that you can do. And then some people, and this is way more rare, but some people... I don't know, maybe one in a thousand people, one in a hundred, something like that. It's quite rare. They move up to the being stage of love where they just walk around with love in their heart. They just walk around feeling loving and maybe not all the time, but they are the person who's just loving. You know, they see a homeless person and they just smile at them with love. Their friends and family are going through something and they just be a very loving presence for their friends and family. They're I don't know, doing something like coaching, like I'm doing. And they just have love in their heart for all of their coaching clients. And they just, it just comes out. They've just practiced the doing for long enough. You know, the action of being loving. They do that for long enough that they just, you would just look at them and say, that's just a loving person. 
They don't even have to do anything or more to the point they're, they're doing or their actions are so habitual now. They've done it for so long that it's become a habit that they are just a loving person. And a lot of you might be able to think of someone like that, maybe in your own life or maybe someone that you've met. You know, maybe it's a family member who's just, you know, maybe like it's a woman or something, maybe your mother, your grandmother, who just every time you see them, they just love. They're like the embodiment of love. They don't even have to do anything. They're just like full of love. And you look at them and they just, they have a smile and they're sweet and they, they cook for you, whatever it might be. You just look at them and you're like, holy fuck, my grandmother is just like pure love or my friend is just like this loving energy all the time. And so you eventually move into that being stage. So again, the three stages are at the start. We're often obsessed with having something. We want status. We want wealth. We want money. We want sex. Then we focus on the doing, the actions that will get us towards that thing. And we just become the person who's, so, so the third stage is we eventually become the person who is those things or who's doing those things. Not so much doing those things. We become the person who is those things. You know, you go to the gym for five years and you're now just the fitness guy. Like you're the fit guy and people will start recognizing you as that. And you'll start recognizing yourself as that. You're like, I'm just the fit guy. I'm just a fitness guy. Like that's me. Like, yes, I'm still doing and I'm still having, like I have a good body and I do gym workouts, but those things are almost just like habitual at this point, or they are habitual. I don't even think about them. I'm just the guy that does them automatically. And that's another way of thinking of these three stages is at the start, you're so obsessed with having, and then you might have to use motivation and a little bit of pushing or some baby steps like I talk about to start doing, to start taking that action. And if you do that action for long enough, eventually it just becomes something you don't even think about anymore. And now you've stepped into the stage of being, you know, you've proven to yourself that you can have what you want. If you just take action that you could do almost anything, like if, as long as you're willing and you, you're consistent, you take the action and now you become those things, you become confident, you become the fitness guy, you become loving, you become whatever it is that you might be looking for, you become the goal itself. Like you've just, it's not even that you've achieved it, but you're just on that path. It's just who you are now, you know, because of what you've become. And people start to look up to you. People start to respect you. People start to admire you, not for what you have, not for what you do and the labels and all of that, but more just because of what you've become. You know, a lot of you might respect me or some of the other people that I show off on my channel, you know, like past coaching clients and people like that. You respect them not so much because of what they have. Like you might like some of the things that my clients have or like what I have. You might be like, wow, it'd be so cool to have a girlfriend of six years and, you know, another girl that you guys have been dating for a year and all this threesomes and sex and kink. And, you know, that might be really cool. I'd love to have that. But you don't really respect someone for that. What you respect them for is who they are. You know, you might look at me and say, and I don't know what any of you think about me, but maybe you might look at me and go, wow, he's really honest. Like that's who I've become. And at the start, I just wanted to have more honesty in my life. I wanted to have honesty. So then I started doing honesty and eventually I became honest. The same thing with my sex life. I wanted to have sex. I wanted to get laid. So I started doing the steps that would get me laid. And then I eventually became the guy who has lots of sex or sex whenever he wants to. 
And so pretty much everything that I have done, I started out by wanting to have it and being sort of obsessed with having it and then doing the actions that would help me have it. And then I eventually became the person who has it or who's really close to having it. And so this three steps, these three steps, a really interesting way of thinking about self-improvement. You know, at the start, you go from almost like a childlike, and when I say childlike, I, I hope it comes across that I mean that in a positive way. Like, it's not a bad thing. Like, this is how self-improvement and goals work. At the start, you're like a little child who just wants to have something. And that can be beautiful, like that childlike innocence and excitement. I want to have sex. I want to get laid. I want to have a girlfriend. It's like very childlike and innocent. And then you start to do the actions and then eventually you become the person who has those things. And this is a nice way of thinking about self-improvement. So having or being obsessed with having, then doing, and then being or becoming is another way of thinking about that. And once you are the person who just is those things, like once you hit the being stage, you know, you are the confident guy, you are the fit guy, you are the loving presence, you are the mentor, you are the guy who has an amazing sex life. Or like you are the guy who has sex. I don't know how you'd even phrase that. You are the sexual guy, I guess you'd say. Yeah, the sexually free guy. You are the fr sexually free guy. Once you get to that point, man, you just have like unlimited abundance, it feels like, because it doesn't really feel like you're trying that hard anymore. It doesn't feel like you have to do anything. It doesn't feel like you have to worry about having something. You just are that person. Like I don't even think of sex anymore. That might sound like a weird way of phrasing it, but I will literally just go with what my body wants and I guess what the bodies of, you know, Imogen and the other girls that we date and sleep with, what they want. It's like I'm just suddenly having sex without really thinking about it, if that makes any sense. It's like right now I'm sitting here recording this podcast. Ten minutes from now I'm going to find myself in the kitchen eating some food. You know, 20 minutes from now I might find myself in the shower having a shower. And then an hour from now I might just find myself in bed having sex with Imogen. But like, there's no thought process of like, oh, I want to have sex. I really want to get laid today. There's no thought process of like, I have to text Imogen and like do something to have sex. It's like, I'm just the guy that has sex. Like, it's just who I've become. And I think for a lot of you, that's a stage that you really, really, really want to get to. A stage that for some of you might seem impossible to just be the guy that has sex whenever he wants, or be the guy that has money whenever he wants, or be the guy that gets to coach people whenever he wants. Like, that you just happens it can feel like a weird sort of i don't know impossible pipe dream that you think how the hell would i ever get to a point where i'm just the guy that like the sexual guy how do i ever be the sexually fulfilled guy but like i said it's just working through those two those three stages at the start you're thinking about having and getting laid and then you just do the action for long enough that you eventually become the person who gets laid like you become the person who's sexual you just are that person so i promise that's something that all of you can achieve with all of your goals it can often take a little while it took me a few years before i became more to the point a few years before i realized that i had become the person who was a sexual guy like that took me a little while you know it was probably after actually it was literally after my second threesome because I wrote a really long post about it. And you can read that post on my blog, on my f like website, on killyourinaloser.com. I've kept an archive of all the old posts that I used to post on forums when I was first working on sex and all of that sort of stuff. 
And it was after my second threesome that I was like, oh, shit, I am the guy who has sex. Like, I am the sexual guy. I called myself a player. That was a word that we used to use back then. But I was like, I'm a player. Like, I am a player now. So it took me till after I had my threesome before I really started to feel like I had become, you know, a sexual guy. And so sometimes it can take a little while for your self-esteem to catch up. But I promise with most of your goals, it's only really going to take a few years before you start to hit that become stage or that being stage where you are that thing. So those are the three stages. Hopefully you found this podcast interesting. Not bad for a podcast where I didn't really have a plan. I think it turned out okay. Leave a comment and let me know. You can leave comments over on my YouTube channel. It's probably the easiest way if you ever want to contact me or ask me a question or anything like that. Just jump on my YouTube channel and leave a comment. If you would like more help with any of this shit, I would absolutely love to be there for you. I have a coaching program. There's a link in the description below. You can check that out and see all the lives of all the wonderful people that we've changed. If you would like to dip your toe in the water a little bit, if the concept of joining a big hardcore coaching program kind of scares you, I do offer one-on-one coaching calls with me. You can jump on a call with me for $200 and we'll go for as long as you need. You know, some of those go for a couple of hours. There's no rush. You can open up to me about whatever it is that you're struggling with, whatever it is that you'd like to achieve, you know, the life you want to live, and I can help make that happen for you. Those are $200 and I will leave a link in the description to those as well. As always, ladies and gentlemen, go out there and crush those goals.